With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. The Out of Bounds Show podcast is brought to you by Kessler Prime. For the best stakes in Mississippi, visit Kessler Prime in the Renaissance. That's Pickens Jackson. Are you ready? From the Whiskey 61 Lounge inside the Bank Plus Studio. You are listening to Mississippi's number one sports talk show, The Out of Bounds Show with Bo Bounds. Streaming worldwide live on the Out of Bounds Radio app and on your radio at ESPN 105.9. The Soul. Oh, good morning. Welcome in. Our guests will join us on the Corona Premier Guest Line. You're listening to Out of Bounds, ESPN 105.9 The Zone. Show is brought to you by the uh, bone-in ribot Kessler Prime and the Renaissance. Visit KesslerPrime.com to make a reservation. Uh, we're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. We would love for you to download it. I also want to thank you for, uh, for going to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Podbean. And searching Out of Bounds with Bo Bounds and listening to the show. Um, an interview, a segment. It could be on pizza and beer. Or we could go hardcore sports with Tom Luganville. We'll have Brad Henderson on. Hindu. Uh, fantastic player at Ole Miss. Ole Miss color analyst baseball. Uh, Hindu talking 2022 baseball revs. Hayden Dunhurst. Jacob Gonzalez. T.J. McCants, Elko, Derek hmm. Diamond, who also in the offseason is the uh, number one bull rider in um, <laughs> East Texas. We'll visit with Brad Henderson on the Corona Premier Guest Line coming up at 8.30. Good morning. Welcome in. It's also Super Bowl week, which ties us into National Pizza Day. Um, obviously, our National Pizza Day is, is brought to you by Bravo Italian Restaurant and Bar uh, in their wood fire pizza. Uh, which is amazing. And then Sal and Mookie's in Madison between um, Kroger and Home Depot and Sal and Mookie's in Jackson uh, in the East Over District, both great places 
Uh, and that's New York-style pizza, so you get the best of both worlds there. Uh, it's National Cut the Cord Day, which led us to uh, whether or not I have 18 friends. And um, <laughs> is and is Auburn going to cut the cord with Brian Harson? And, you know, would that be enough for Hugh Freeze to land back in with a big program and a Power 5 program? Liberty is paying him an absolute fortune at $4 million a year. He's getting... He was already rich. He's getting super rich now. Um, hey, we know that Freeze can win in the SEC. Uh, you know, he beat Bama, but he beat a bunch of other teams. Just, he understands the offense and recruiting. And um, now it's a different league than it was just a few years ago. Uh, I know that sounds, uh, I'm not saying that he can't win, but it is a different league with Kirby and Jimbo uh, revving up the recruiting. And Billy Napier um, will get it going. At, well, Florida's not far off. The the what happened over that six game stretch was really not what happened over Dan's four years. So Florida is like Southern Cal, you know. I mean, they can they can flip it quick, um, and I think Miami can too. If Miami and Southern Cal become relevant, uh, well, they are start winning. Boy, that just makes college football so much better. Yeah. So when we get the East Coast and West Coast mixed in with the Sun Belt and Ohio State, and then possibly one other team. Um, it makes the game that we love better. Uh, you know, if you get big games with Miami in it and big games with Southern Cal in it, it will draw not all of you listening, but it will draw a large percentage of SEC fans because you'll take a big game. Lincoln Riley doing something cool at Southern Cal. Mario Cristobal doing something cool at the U. You, you'll get into that. You may not watch every play, but you can watch an hour and a half of a game it's fun and big and they're moving the ball and they've got good athletes and they're run well and coach well. And those two teams, you know, the U was the team when I was growing up, the U in Oklahoma. Uh, it was not an SEC school. Um, we had some SEC schools that were good. Now Spurrier would eventually drop in 1990 and change everything. But when I was growing up, it was, it was Oklahoma and Miami. They had the sizzle and they, they were totally different, but yet, they similarities. I mean, Barry Switzer was running. I mean, B Barry Switzer didn't believe in throwing the football, but they were so good. Um, you know, running the wishbone, and and uh, you know had amazing player. They just beat everybody by. I love how people today are like it's not any fun. I mean, some people get blown out. Man, Oklahoma beat people seventy three to three back then. Um, and then you had the U. With Snellenberger and Jimmy Johnson and Dennis Erickson, but they were more. It, they were even well. Bosworth and them were crazy, but uh, the U was Sizzle and Hollywood and Stars and you know the old guard didn't like them. Notre Dame and Penn State snubbed their nose at them. Um, you know that was more of the. You got to do it our way. Well, no, yep. you don't. We didn't do sports talk radio the way that it was being done because that's not what I wanted to do. Still don't. Um, it's like when people tell me that I have to hire radio people. I'm like, why would I hire radio people? What? I mean, there, there, there's a yeah. great book called Mavericks at Work that talks about a, a bank up in the East Coast that won't hire bankers. And they've had extraordinary success. Um, so anyway, the point is Miami was uh, a disruptor. You know, Joe Paul and Lou Holtz, Joe Paul at Penn State and Lou Holtz at Notre Dame, and, and at that time, Bo Schimbeckler at Michigan. 
And this was pre-John Cooper, so I don't remember who was at uh, Bruce or whatever his name was that Urban Meyer coached under at Ohio State. Uh, Earl Bruce. But the bottom line, this is when Kirk Herbstreit was throwing nine passes a game at Ohio State in the 80s. That's what happened. So if we can get the U and Southern Cal going, boy, but but for those of you who don't remember, Blake doesn't because he wasn't born. In the 80s, nobody talked about Southern Cal football. They weren't any good. In the 90s, they weren't any good. And then, boom, they hired Pete Carroll, and and the rest is history. Since they dipped, obviously, and um, why they wasted their time with six years or whatever with Clay Helton is still remarkable. But, Yikes. Um, yeah. I, I like the way you frame that, too, because I've always looked at the U as that kind of – they embodied the rebellious nature of that generation, too, in that it was like a, hey, just because y'all have always done it this way doesn't mean the way I'm doing it is wrong. And, in fact, it turned out to be a lot more fun. And heaven forbid we have fun in college football, right? Right. Yeah, and and you you make a good point. Uh, Jimmy Johnson took the Showtime showbiz to another level, and uh, that's when The Rock was there and Michael yep. Irvin was and there. You had and, only seen that in L.A. with the Lakers, basically. Like even the NFL wasn't doing that. Oh, there's no question. Jerry Buss can you can you can tie it to him for changing sports and dropping yeah. Showtime into the Lakers with the with the dancers and well, and magic. And maybe the most important thing that happened out of that, that whole Lakers thing that translated into other sports, and it took different amounts of time for different sports, but you know what it did? It made us aware of the name on the back of the jersey instead of just the name on the front. True. Which up until that point, what were you always told? It's all, it's all about the name on the front of the jersey, not the right. name on the back. Right. And I know teamwork and all, I get that. you got to be a good teammate. I'm not, sure. not knocking that, but... The idea that we couldn't market individual players and we couldn't celebrate greatness and be excited about being better than someone else was just hogwash, you know? It was. It was dumb. And I'm, uh, we, we appreciate the Lakers and the, the Canes. I mean, I look back at that in the 80s run and 90s, and even the very tail end, I remember watching Miami lose to Ohio State in, this, in that last national title game. Yeah. They kind of shut the door on Miami. They did. Um, they were still fun. Yeah. Even till that point, they were still a fun team, so... And it's remarkable that the two biggest stars in the '80s were Brian Bo- were defensive players, Brian Bosworth and Deion Sanders. Isn't that wild? Well, it, they had so much personality. Um, it's what we crave. It's not what yes, it but it's not what you see today. Uh, but Bosworth and Deion Sanders had they created a brand long before we we talked about creating your own brand. I mean, can you imagine name image likeness for Brian Bosworth and Deion Sanders? No. Oh my goodness. I mean, well, Bos with the haircut. Deion can't imagine it because he wouldn't have wanted to pay taxes on all that money he was making. Neither would Bos. I think he actually got in trouble on taxes within the last 15 years. The Out of Bounds Show uh, is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro, Tru- Rick's Pro Truck. Visit ricksprotruck.com ricksprotruck.com RPT Commercial is now on Highway 80. RPT Commercial on Highway 80 in Pearl by the airport and the Skelly Sleep Store. Ricksprotruck.com. RPT Commercial on Highway 80. Good morning. Welcome in. Brad Henderson, 830. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. 
And that is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and, not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. You can order award-winning Jonesy Q rubs and sauces at jonesyq.com. Use promo code OOBSHOW if you order $20 or more and receive free shipping. That's jonesyq.com, promo code OOBSHOW. Getting engaged is a moment worth cherishing. A -a one-of-a-kind ring that you design at Blue Nile can help your love sparkle. Just choose your diamond and setting. When you've found the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Finding the right engagement ring can be nerve-wracking. At Blue Nile, you'll have the expert guidance needed and a diamond guarantee that ensures you're getting the highest quality at the best price. Cherish all of life's moments and save up to 30% at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Sliced bread is in the house. Will made it today. And uh, extraordinary intern. A guy named Sliced Bread. Uh, We've had a lot of feedback the last couple weeks on sports interns. We will whittle it down. I'm going to let Blake do that. But we're still looking for, you know, contacts and so on. So if you have a son or daughter that's interested in some experience over the, well, I mean, We'll take somebody next week, but I'm not kicking you out, Will. You're welcome to stay as long as you can. But we also got to prep. I know that you're looking at some really cool jobs, which I'm excited for you. But sports intern, I don't care where you're from, what college or university. Y'all know I've named them all. We've had them from literally everywhere that I named. Millsaps, Bellhaven, Jackson State, Junior College, Delta State, Southern Miss, MSU, Ole Miss. We've been on a big Ole Miss run. Will, Delta State. And did I miss one, Blake? I don't think so. Sounds about right. There's There's been some outside the state, but I can't remember. Anyway, it, it's also, let me pivot. So sports and y'all know how to get in touch with us. You can DM us or email us or something. Uh, let me give my email out. OOB at the zone 1059.com. It is game day tonight for Ben Hallen and MSU. I know y'all think that they're, like, not even going to make the NIT. If they win tonight, they're in. Well, Bo, does that mean they'll get it? No. I, this is fluid. It's just like when Mississippi State and Ole Miss go back and forth from, from being national seeds in baseball. I mean, one weekend you are. That doesn't mean you're going to be at the next three weekend, but you put yourself in position. You know, if Bianco and Lamonis go on a three-week run where they go six and three, which is unbelievable. I know y'all don't want to lose one conference game but is unbelievable, they may be, you know, the number six national seed at that point. If Mississippi State beats Tennessee tonight, they're in. They're in. There you go. And that Arkansas loss is not bad that you lost. Uh, to, I know you didn't play well on Saturday night. I get that. And scoring 55 points is unacceptable. But... But you need another guard, and I can't help you there. You should have signed Ruffin. Ole Miss got him. I know he got hurt. Wonderful little player. Um, uh, But you play tonight at 8 o'clock, and there is a lot on the line. Now, I know there's Howland fatigue. I don't know how. Like, you don't even see him or hear from him 
right? I mean, it's like he coaches, but you don't ever, you just don't ever, he just doesn't do a lot. And I I haven't even been motivated to get him on the show. Maybe that's on me. But, um, But Hallen is, this team can still go to March Madness. Yeah, they're first four out right now in Lunardi's bracketology. Thank you. If they win tonight, they're in. Now, that doesn't mean they're in in four weeks, but they're in as of tomorrow when they reset the net rankings, as Blake just referenced. So it's a big game. It's a big game for those kids. If you've checked out, I, that's fine. And for, for Iverson Molinar, he is a special player in college basketball today, and we don't get those type players in at Ole Miss and Mississippi State all the time. Um, he's a heck of a kid. I mean, we've gone through some really good kids, you know, here. And young man. And and you want to get a tournament out of him. I, I just, when you have Q or Molinar or Tyree or Terrence, you want to get a tournament, at least one, out of them. And so there you go. Um, Are you predicting a win or a loss tonight? What's this line? That's a great question. All right, well, Will or Slice Bread, can you get me that line? Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN, brought to you by Superior Foundation. For all your foundation repairs, Superior, Todd Sandridge, Trey Pace, with Superior Foundation, come out, look at your house, find the solution, and then they'll repair it. Superior.ms, Superior.ms. You're listening to 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. We'll have Brad Henderson, Ole Miss baseball at 8.30 on Derek Diamond, Hayden Dunhurst. Well, really pitchers. I mean, we need to get That's into that. That's the question, right? Yeah, uh, as far as the rotation and then how it's going to fill in mid-relief and and the, and the closer. Uh, Ole Miss is returning a ton of talent on, in the lineup with McCants and Elko and Hayden Dunhurst and so on. So both both rosters, both teams are both have national championship profiles, mm-hmm. which means you can win the Natty. Obviously, MSU punched their ticket after an excruciating forty year. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of that too, uh, both teams talking about championship caliber. Both teams are in the top ten in terms of odds to win the College World Series that we talked That's about pretty yesterday. Awesome. Ole Miss was plus 2,500, and uh, Mississippi State was plus 1,200. That's like, yeah, that's that's incredible. Yeah. And we, we don't experience that in other sports. Let's just be no. very clear. Like, that's in the three, in the big three that we talk about, football and basketball, those teams do not enter the season with that level of championship caliber expectation. Mm. Both, both State and Ole Miss enter in terms of the top 10 true championship contenders. Does this mean I have to stay up and watch this game? Basketball? So it's Tennessee minus one it's and a half. It's 8 o'clock. Tennessee, so it's not going to end until 10. No, Tennessee minus one and a half. Okay. Ole Miss hosts Alabama. Bama favored by six on the road. I like to head back, you know, to to sleep time at like 930. So they're, they're going to disrupt my sleep. Um, yes, they will. Yeah. What you you just told me some numbers. State is plus one and a half. Okay. On on the road to Tennessee. Ole Miss hosting or not on the road, they're hosting Tennessee. Uh Ole Miss hosting Alabama in, and Alabama's a six point favorite. 
That doesn't surprise Fighting me. Nate Oates. All right. So Arkansas beats Auburn last night, in which was a huge win for them. Eric Musselman takes his shirt off at midcourt. He's got a broken arm and a sling or yeah. whatever. He's got something going on with his shoulder or arm. Uh, so he's in a sling. He takes his shirt off. Uh, he's ripped. He he must you know he works out all the time, and and basically gives a Hulk like a flex. Yeah, and then he's like dancing with the students on the middle yeah. of the court. It was wild, dude. What a great way to um, engage and and really connect with the fans and the students that way. Yeah. What Musselman did. It's like when Tony Vitello for yep. Tennessee did uh, it. Kermit Davis Jr. and Ben Hallen just Ooh. don't have mm-mm, mm-mm. that <sighs> good coaches, okay? But just don't have that magnetic connectivity, you know, relatability factor, Blake, like an Eric Musselman. 100%. And Bruce, you know, Bruce is sweating through three shirts during a game. And and he'll go and almost like body dive into the student body section. Those students, I mean, students would yeah. die for Bruce Pearl. Yeah. yeah. I don't think Ben Howland knows where the student section is in Humphrey Coliseum. <sighs> he's just not a seller. He's like 95. He's a good, well, he's a, he's a good guy and a good coach. He's just not a, you know, he's just not going to be that no. guy. He is who he is. He's He's Russell Westbrook's college coach. That's who he is. Kevin Love? Yeah. That's it. The guy with the cool long name, Igudala or whatever, who went to the (laughs) Golden State. Andre Igudala? I I guess, I think that's the one that went through UCLA too. Anyway, uh, you know what the problem was for for Howland was people people looked at the three Final Fours in a row at UCLA and said, oh, wow. He'll get us back in the tournament. Yeah. And he's only been once. Yeah. And lost to Hugh Freeze. Now, he was... Liberty. He was... He has been right there. And the year that the uh, COVID cut it short, he may have made it if he beats Florida in the SEC tournament, but but nobody wants to really. Yeah. Shoulda, coulda, woulda, baby. Well, there was no March Madness that year. Not, yeah. There's never March Madness for Ben Allen's teams, it seems. You are uh, very critical of uh, Ben Allen. The show is brought to you by Went McGee. MortgageManMS.com. Plus, you love to stir the pot. Uh, he'll shop the best rates for you. MortgageManMS.com with McGee. Good morning. Welcome in. We're going to talk some Ole Miss baseball preseason top five, top ten. And uh, what is this? Mike Bianco's 37th year at Ole Miss. Derek Diamond, Tim Elko, McCants, and more. Brad Henderson, Ole Miss baseball. Coming up next on the Bucked Up Energy Drinks guest line. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. You're listening to the Out of Bounds Show podcast, presented by Independent Roofing Systems. If you want it done right the first time, visit Independent Roofing Systems today. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. 
loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Press the button, my friend. The Outbound Show is live, live from the Whiskey 61 Lounge in the Bank Plus Studio. Check, check, check it out. All right, good morning. Welcome in. Your SEC Insider Hit this morning is brought to you by the Ram Trucks. Jeep Grand Cherokees at Mack Hike in Flowood. Visit MacHikeFlowood.com. That is MacHikeFlowood.com for your pre-owned and new SUVs and trucks right there on Lakeland Drive in Flowood. This is 105.9 The Zone ESPN. We're streaming live on the Out of Bounds radio app. Uh, we want to welcome in Brad Henderson with Ole Miss Baseball. And uh, color analyst, of course, had a great career as an Ole Miss baseball player. And Brad, can you believe that uh, it's here and it's right around the corner once again? It's here. It's, uh, it's a sunny day in Oxford, and the, the buzz has already started. And, uh, you know, just can't wait for next Friday uh, when we open up with Charleston Suck. I'm ready. I, I am I'm ready. So let, let's start with the pitchers. I know there's all this star power in the lineup. But you know the drill. You got to pitch like crazy to get to the regional supers in Omaha. We Derek Diamond Friday night. Then walk me through what you think it could look like on Saturday and Sunday for Mike Bianco. Well, I, I obviously Derek's going to go on Friday, like you said, and and we're expecting big things from Derek. We've we've seen it in the past. Uh, it's just been the consistency factor. So can you put it all together in, in year three? You know, I still say year two because, you know, the, the COVID year was his freshman year. But uh, then I think they're going to look for uh, a newcomer in, in, in Gaddis, Josh Gaddis. Um, you know, he's a transfer from Corpus Christi. He's a senior um, a left-hander who, who had a tremendous, tremendous fall. He's a competitor. Um, and, and then they're going to get either go to probably Drew McDaniel, who we saw throw some last year, um, or or the, or the Washburn kid, the transfer from Oregon State, a right-hander. I, I think that's who we'll look at opening weekend. Of course, things you, you know as well as I do, uh, it, it'll be a who performs and who doesn't sure. type deal. But sure. I, I know Coach Bianco really thinks this team is a lot deeper on the mound than they were last year. We were so top-heavy last year with uh, Doug Nikhazy and, and Gunnar Hoagland. And then, of course, we had Taylor Broadway on the back end. Uh, but there in the middle was always a question mark. And uh, so they've got a lot of options this year uh, that they feel good about. It's just going to be a matter of, you know, when we flip the lights on, uh, who shows up and, and can handle it and, and who can't. You know, that's some, that's some star power there with uh... – Derek Diamond, Josh Gaddis, and Drew McDaniel, and you mentioned Washburn. So that that looks good. You know, you mentioned Nikhazy. Just real quick, you know, we had Tanner Allen on a couple of weeks ago, and we asked him who was the best pitcher he faced last year. And you know all the different teams that these all of our teams face, right? Sure. He didn't sure. hesitate. He said Doug Nikhazy. Well, right. and, and, you know, and, and that, that says a lot coming from the SEC Player of the Year who just was phenomenal the entire year all the way through their, their run in Omaha. Uh, 
But, you know, I, I think it's one of those years with Doug that the longer it goes, the more special we'll realize it really was. Agree. You know, it was just he was so consistent every time he went out, whether it was Friday or Saturday. Um, you know, he was just special. And, and Ole Miss was fortunate to have him, and, and obviously uh, we wish him the best. But, yeah, you know, any time we ran Doug out there, it was almost automatic that we were going to win that game uh, and, and win it convincingly. And uh, so, yeah, it's a, it's a huge loss. Uh, but like I said, you know, I, I think we've got some guys that can fill that role and, you know, whether we can go out there and, and, and on a weekend and, and, and give up two hits and, you know, shut a team out like he did so many times, you know, that's going to be hard to do. But you mentioned it earlier. We've got a lot of offense coming back that can – probably overcome some of that so it'll be fun to watch and uh like i said everybody's everybody's getting ready for it brad henderson on the out of bounds show uh old miss color analyst baseball 2022 season starts not this friday but next friday and brad joins us on the bucked up energy drinks guest line so brad if who do you expect to be the closer for Bianca. Well, I, I think going into it, uh, they'll probably turn to, to Brandon Johnson, a uh, kid that threw some mid-relief last year and ended up closing some uh, for us last year. He's a hard-throwing right-hander. Uh, now that he's got a year under his belt, uh, I, I think it'll be his to lose. Uh, but again, you know, early in the season with so many new guys, uh, it, it'll all shake itself out. But it, it'll be nice to go to him early. Um, He's a senior, um, you know, but because he's got some experience and he showed last year that he could get it done. Now, on the flip side, you know, uh, they're, they're going to return, <coughs> excuse me, Jack Doherty, a uh, freshman who they kind of threw into the mix last That's right. year. And so he's going to factor in there somewhere as well. Now, I've seen them inter-squad a couple times this spring, um, and they haven't really rolled out any roles as as – you know, as the season has approached. So I'm sure they'll figure that out. They'll enter squad again this weekend uh, and, and try and get everybody in line for uh, for opening weekend next weekend. All right, let's start with Hayden Dunhurst. Um, you know, he could be a first, second-round pick. You know this, Brad. Catcher is the premium position. We've got two great ones in the state this year. Um, yep. What are your expectations uh, for him? Because he's an All-American type player. Well, I, I think he's going to have to take control of that pitching staff. Obviously, uh, this coaching staff has three catchers on it. You know, Coach Bianco, Coach Lafferty, and Coach Clements were all catchers uh, in, in their playing careers. So there's a lot of emphasis on that position. And, and Hayden, obviously, is, is extremely gifted. You know, everyone knows the arm is there and, and the defense is there. But I think they want to see him take more control of this staff. You know, that's the one thing I've noticed in their squads from a coaching standpoint, you know, is, is when they want to make a certain pitch, you know, they want to see Hayden lead this staff and, and make things happen and, 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 and control, uh, control us on the defensive side of the ball, which, you know, in his first two years, he, he's done a good job of, but, but it's time for him to take that next step and really lead this staff. Who's going to need it? You know, a lot of new, a lot of new arms, a lot of new faces. Uh, so we'll need him to be, uh, better than he has been, which is hard to say because he's an All-American this year. Uh, and then he's going to need to swing the bat. Uh, you know, he kind of cooled off last year. A lot of people don't know this, but he had a thumb injury 
um, on his catching thumb, his his left thumb, and uh, had surgery after the season was over. So he's all better. Missed some of the fall because of it. So hopefully a healthy Hayden Dunhurst will have a tremendous, tremendous junior year. Brad Henderson on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, talking Ole Miss baseball. All right, here's another guy that could be a big leaguer. Uh, you know, you hit 355, still Jacob Gonzalez. So what else is left? I mean, you know, what kind of upset? He's already proven he's a big-time <laughs> player, Brad. What What's yeah. next for this young man? Well, I think he needs to be better defensively. He was um, – you know, he was good last year. I, I want to say he had 16, 18 arrows, uh, you know, as a shortstop in the SEC. And as a freshman, that's pretty good. But your elite guys are probably single-digit arrows, you know, 10 or less. Um, and I think they want to see that from Jacob this year. But offensively, the guy's just special. Uh, he had 93 hits. I think that was second in the conference last year behind uh, Tanner Allen, who had 100. Um and I think we'll see the power numbers, uh, you know, raise just a little bit from where he was last year. But just a tough out. I don't know where they'll hit him in the lineup. I think he'll hit two or three uh, in the lineup. But special, special kid, special player. Um, but, you know, if we're talking about where can he get better, I think defensively if he can be a little more sound at shortstop. Uh then, then, then he can take us, you know, ultimately that uh, where we're wanting to get to. And is would you say it's Elko's team or Dunhurst team or someone else? Uh, I think this is probably Tim's team. Uh, he was a second year captain last year. Um, you know, it seems like he's been here for nine years. You know, uh, but he finally started to come into his own a couple years ago. Uh, but you know, all, all these guys look to Tim. Uh, but not only Tim. I mean, we've got a lot of seniors. We've got a lot of guys that have been here. You look at, you know, Kevin Graham, Justin Bench. Those guys have been, have been through it. Uh, you know, and offensively, they are going to carry this team. I told somebody the other day, I, I truly think offense alone will win a lot of Friday games where, you know, if, if we don't pitch it well, they'll bail us out, you know, and, and I think they could be a team that on some Fridays when they're hot, when they're on, they can score seven or eight runs, which you don't see very often in this league on a Friday night. So, you know, it's going to be a little bit different than last year where we knew what we were going to get with Doug and Gunner on a Friday, a low scoring game, you know, defense, pitching and defense and timely hitting. But, uh, you know, I I think we'll hit some three run homers on, on Friday night and, uh, and we'll win some games that way. Tell me about, um, hopefully I get this name right. Tell me about Banks Tolly. Is that right? That's right. Pushing for uh, a spot in the outfield? Yeah, yeah. He swung it really, really well. Um, had a couple hits on Saturday when I, when I went out there. He's a junior college transfer uh, out of Meridian, and he swung it real well. Um, you know, it's just going to be tough because we've got so many returners but we've got so many options as well. I think you'll see Tolly get some shots. Uh, I think Kemp Alderman, uh, who's a sophomore this year, uh, has had a tremendous fall, a tremendous spring. I think you'll see him uh, get some opportunities as well. But, you know, when you return essentially all eight position players uh, in the lineup, it's just going to be hard for some of the new guys. So, 
you know, I think you're going to see a, a, another kid, Reagan Burford, uh, out of Memphis, Tennessee, came to Ole Miss last year, transferred out at the semester to junior college in Florida, and he's back. Uh, I think you may see him play third base. So, you know, there's a lot of options. Uh, I know Coach Clement, the hitting coach, has, you know, he's looking for one or two maybe new guys that can just grind out at bats because you know what you're going to get from the other seven. So, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. It's going to be fun to see how it all shakes out. But, uh, you know, I, I think this could be an offense uh, that, in, in all honesty, could be one of the best offenses that's that's ever come through Ole Miss. That's saying something right there. All right, with Elko, were you surprised that he came back or did you know, Did you feel like because he tore his ACL that, you know, he would come back? Yeah, I, I – I thought deep down he would come back. He loves it. Uh, obviously, he's a fan favorite. The fans love him. And, uh, you know, I, I think there was a little pack between, you know, he and, and Graham and, and Bench uh, to go one more ride. You know, they came up uh, one game short last year. And, obviously, Tim was coming off ACL surgery. And, and uh, you know, it hurt when Gunner went down. And I, I think there's some unfinished business there that, that these guys want to uh, to give it one more shot. And and I'm going to mention one more name that, uh, you know, we lost last year early in the season, a guy named Max Trophy. Uh, had Tommy uh, He's a long I think veterans uh, just weren't ready to give it up and, and move on with their careers. So, be, like I said, be fun to watch, but I'm certainly glad they did, and I know Rebel Nation certainly glad they did. And let's kind of talk about one of the forgotten guys because there's there is a lot of star power back. T.J. McCants, uh, sure. his range, his speed, what he can do at the plate, and and what all he can bring to the table for Bianco, both at the plate and in the outfield. Yeah, T.J. had a tremendous freshman year. Kind of got thrown in the fire when Tate shot. Yeah, he went down, um, and, and ended up plugging him in center field and. Played a great center field, but just offensively, he was so special. And obviously, a lot of uh, postseason awards for TJ. And, you know, had a great fall. Uh, still not sure where he's going to end up playing. Obviously, could could play center field. They may put him in right, uh, depending on, you know, how others play. Uh, but, yeah, he'll certainly be in the lineup. Uh, kind of that quiet uh, assassin, I call him, you know. But, uh, yeah, it. it that transition from your freshman year to your sophomore year is such a uh, – the game sort of slows down after year one. So, hopefully, uh, the, the second, third-year guys that deer in the headlights is gone and they can just relax and, and play baseball. But, yes, TJ will be a huge piece of this puzzle for Ole Miss. When you were playing for Ole Miss, did you go up to the Cape or another summer league? At one- I did. Uh, I, di- I didn't go to the Cape. Had an opportunity to go before my senior year and – Decided to stay in school and, and try and get some classes over the summer. But anyway, uh, an infielder had gotten hurt in Alaska, and I'd, I went to Alaska that year instead, uh, Woodbat League out there. And uh, But I played a couple of summers before that uh, in New York. So, you know, a lot of good baseball. Um, but it, it was fun just to meet players from all over the country and, and form those friendships and, and bonds uh, and, and just play a little extra baseball. But, you know, the, the Cape is obviously still probably – the elite um, baseball, summer baseball league. But, you know, I, I think the key is for those guys to get out and just get extra at bats, see pitches, and obviously with a wooden bat, uh, kind of hone in on some of their skills. 
What was that like going to Alaska? What what were the yeah, fields? Awesome. Yeah, tell me yeah, about it. Yeah, it was it was a, yeah a tremendous experience. I remember the first tournament we played in um, started at midnight, and of course that's summer solstice up there where they basically have no no nights, you know. And and it started at midnight. the The fields didn't have lights, uh, so you know we had ten full aluminum full over our windows because you couldn't sleep because it stayed light all the time. Wow. Uh, but you know, beautiful country. Uh, you know, you saw a lot of wildlife, bears and elk and moose and uh, just, just beautiful country. You know, it's probably one of those places I'd probably never go visit. Uh, so it was, it was a great opportunity. Glad I had a chance to do it. And, uh, you know, and like I said, met uh, play, played with Kirk Sarlos, you know, who's now the coach at TCU. Oh, and, wow. You know, so, so you meet a lot of, you know, you meet a lot of guys that stay in the game um, and, and you kind of continue – uh through social media now with those guys keeping up with those guys but yeah great experience and uh obviously alaska is a really neat place to, to visit he is brad henderson played at old miss had a great career uh Ole miss color analyst for the Ole miss baseball network he joins us on the bucked up energy drinks guest line talking Ole miss baseball so um we already know this how deep this league is and it's the best league in the country by far and away and now, what do you make of it as we add Schlossnagel at A&M and Jay Johnson at LSU, Brad? Yeah, tremendous. Um, it's good for the league, you know. Uh, two coaches that that have been there. Uh, obviously, Jay Johnson was at Arizona last year where we played in the Super Regionals, and he, he brought a couple, you know, some good players with him from there that, that are going to immediately impact LSU. Um, obviously, LSU returns – some really good players with Cruz and Morgan. Um, and then, obviously, the transfer from Arizona, Jacob Berry. So, they're going to be, uh, you know, obviously get back to the LSU of old uh, pretty quickly, I believe. And I agree. Schwarzenegger, obviously, with, uh, with the resources he'll have at Texas A&M, uh, you know, he'll have a little more work uh, to, to get it back to where it was uh, several years ago when they were making – late postseason runs, but, uh, yeah, he'll get it there in a hurry. Uh, can, really good recruiter. Um, you know, and, and then we're going to look up here in a couple years and add Texas and Oklahoma. So this, this league grief. is about to get – yeah, it's it's about to get uh, scary good. But, you know, as a fan, that's what you want. Sure. You, you want to be able to drive to Oxford or, or to wherever your school is and, and see tremendous college baseball, and, and that's what we're continuing to get, and it's only going to get better. Does Ben McDonald crack you up like he cracks me up on <laughs> social media and just calling games and just his his personality and energy towards SEC baseball or college baseball? Yeah, he, he's passionate for it. And uh, it's so funny because, you know, he's just a country guy. You know, he loves to hunt <laughs> and fish, and, and he just keeps it real. Uh, but it's fun to watch him, especially on the network, uh, but because he's an honest uh, analyst, uh, he is who really pulls for everybody. I mean, obviously he's a LSU grad, uh, you know, a former all American there who was a tremendous pitcher for LSU, but he loves the conference and he wants to see the conference do well. Uh, so he, he's an ambassador for SEC baseball and, you know, Mike Bianco was his catcher. So they've got a unique relationship and, and really pull for each other. But, uh, yeah, Ben's been really good for college baseball and for the SEC. All right, now that you're a couple years in, you know, COVID clipped us a couple years ago, but, uh, like, are you ready for this 56-plus game schedule? Yeah, I'm ready. 
Uh, enjoyed every one of them last year. Did every game. Uh, you know, and 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 calling the games is is obviously the job. And and but the special thing about it is is getting to be around these kids. You know, they they're it's some of the best years of their lives, and, and you you're you're able to to witness that and and see the highs and the lows and how they respond and you know it's just a quality group of kids that you know that they'll they'll get their identity just like last last year's had their identity and it's just neat to see them um you know overcome the the tough times and and flourish through the good times and you know you travel and get to see all these great college towns and and then obviously on your home weekend, seeing people come in and, and support them. So, yeah, it's an unbelievable run. This will be year three for me. Uh, you know, so obviously what Coach Bianco's done here, it, it, it makes it fun because uh, he's had so many postseason runs and uh, ranked teams that are, you know, knocking on the door, uh, you know, come postseason play. So looking forward to it. should be a fun year uh, with a talented group of kids. Uh, real quick, what's your favorite – town outside of oxford that you've traveled to that you were like oh, oh, i love this place that that's a great question um you know we went to athens last year pretty special college town uh looking forward to going to auburn this year haven't been to auburn other than as than as a player you know when you go as a player it, it's just the field and and the um uh, and the hotel essentially so uh, you know, Athens was really cool because you get to walk around and, and, and see downtown and see the environment. Uh, you know, but as far as the baseball parks go, you know, I had a chance to see New Duty Noble last year and obviously being an in-state rival, uh, it was packed out that weekend and, and loud and exciting. So that, that was a fun time. I'm looking forward to going to Baton Rouge this year, seeing their new place. Uh, I know it'll be electric when we go down there. Uh, so, you know, a lot of great college towns in this league. So, you know, I'll get to see most of the other half uh, this year. But uh, like I said, it's so early. Uh, I hadn't been able to experience all of them. Uh, so I'm looking forward to it, Bo. You're going to love Auburn. You are going to love Auburn. That town has uh, exploded. And it is really cool what they've done. Brad Henderson. Ole Miss baseball on the bucked up energy drinks guest line preseason top five and top 10 in the polls going to be an exciting year as uh, first pitch is not the, it's a week from this Friday in Oxford and uh, that place will be rocking it's going to be excited now we look forward to catching up with you throughout the year Hindu so yeah, um, yeah both. had a great time, time last year thanks for for jumping on today and uh, we'll hit you as much as we can throughout the season. Thank you, man. Look forward to it. Thank you. Brad Henderson on the Out of Bounds Show, ESPN 105.9 The Zone, Ole Miss Baseball Network. And, uh, Blake, this is going to be wild. This is some star. That's a lot of star power here. Hayden Dunhurst. Tim Elko. Jacob Gonzalez. TJ McCants and more for uh, Mike Bianco. And then you got Derek Diamond and Drew McDaniel and more. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Out of Bounds, 105.9 The Zone, ESPN. Swayze will be packed next weekend. Hope we get some good weather, Blake, for Duty Noble and Swayze next weekend. But you don't ever know this time of year. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. The Out of Bounds show is brought to you by RPT and Rick's Pro Truck. 
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.